What's up? I'm Amanda Costco, and you're listening to the Electric Runway Podcast, a podcast exploring the intersection of fashion and technology. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we have another interesting and inspiring episode for you. We're speaking with Joy Tang, the founder of Markable. You may have heard of See Now, Buy Now when it comes to conversations about how runway shows are operating and how the fashion calendar is changing. But what Joy wants to talk about is See Now, Shop Now. What she's talking about here is the commercialization of visual content. Markable leverages a number of emerging technologies, including computer vision and artificial intelligence, to connect consumers to the products they see in the media and publications around them. And we're not just talking about photos. In fact, Markable can make any visual content shoppable in a way that makes a lot more sense than some of the ads we see today. Here to tell you more is my guest, Joy Tang of Markable. So, Joy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Jen. I feel really honored to be invited. So, for those who don't know, what is Markable and what is the company's promise for the future of shopping? Yes. So, Markable is the future of e-commerce and the future of advertising. So, we basically transform everything you see from daily life into shoppable products. So it could be a girl standing in front of you. You really like her dress and you can take a photo and boom, we find everything she's wearing. It could be an actress wearing a really cute outfit on the show. And if we are connected with a video platform, then you can click on a button and we'll boom, show you everything she's wearing. So this is essentially what is my daily habits like. You know, I, I have my daily therapy going through beautiful images and watching TV show and dramas. <laughs> I love following beautiful people, what they're wearing, and then dress myself up afterwards. So this is what we're already doing, except like we want to make it even, the experience even smoother. So it's almost instant. See now, shop now. <laughs> Now, it's really interesting. When I first was reading about Markable, I thought, so is it like a YouTube? Like, I thought it was a platform. But now that I understand it a little bit more, it's actually you're embedding the shoppable capabilities into the video that already exists. Do I have that right? Yes, that's exactly right. So we actually help retailers save a lot of money because right now for retailers to be able to advertise their products, First, they have to create content. Let's say they have to have a lot of fashion bloggers post about their products and they have to distribute these products afterwards. So for with Markable, we already know what content are popular out there, what images, what videos people are following. So we just plug it right in. And then when you're looking at these existing popular images and photos, you will be able to see the products inside right away. So we actually save the retailers a lot of money. Yeah, and we'll put examples of the shoppable video up on Electric Runway so people can take a look. But as I understand it, so you're based in New York, but Markable works with both advertisers and publishers. How are you providing value to each of these stakeholders? Great question. So with publishers right now, this is the current experience on YouTube, and Hulu, a lot of video platform that we're following. For them to make enough money besides the monthly subscription model like Netflix they actually have to sell you a bunch of 
video ads <laughs> that you have to be paused for like 90 seconds, sometimes even five minutes, and then you can click skip ad, or like it just pop up randomly. And this is like a very popular experience in, for most uh, video platform right now. It's actually clouding the audience vision, and we don't like to do that. We like to enhance the audience vision by allowing them to see not just the content, but also what people are wearing inside the content. To me, that's the most organic advertising, and it's also the highest conversion. So with the current traditional way of advertising by just displaying random ads on video, it's actually a super, super low conversion. Like most of the time, the ads, no one will click it, and you actually find it annoying. We, we tested with our new method of organic advertising. It's actually can be anywhere between 3% to 60% to click rate so that's like almost double to 30 times of the traditional advertising conversion mm -hmm. so this is the best fit for publishers and for advertisers we touched base earlier basically most advertisers nowadays spend most of the money creating marketing content and distributing marketing content and they still don't guarantee a very good result a lot of time it's almost like gambling you're like you're gambling this content is going to go viral but with our method, there's no gambling. It's just pure science. It's very elegant. Like you exactly know, you know, for example, Sex and City have all these women love fashion following the show back in the days that we can recognize all the products that people who are watching the show already have purchased in China. You know how high the conversion would be. And you know how popular this show, how many people are already viewing it. So we basically save the advertisers a lot of headaches. Yeah. And I want to talk about the relationship between content and context in a second. But first, I want to talk about the artificial intelligence play. How is Markable leveraging AI to make content shoppable? Really walk us through the kind of techie details so that we understand. Sure. So everything is deep learning, which is the highest level of artificial intelligence. For people who don't know about artificial intelligence, you know, we hear about this word almost 10 or 20 years ago, but it's really only become useful within the last three years. So last three years, recently in the venture capital world, like everyone is investing artificial intelligence startups nowadays because it just become useful. And for us to recognize the fashion objects, which is actually deformable, fashion, you know, a piece of dress wearing on a person, when a person is moving around in different poses, everything behind her changes, everything on her also changing the shape. To recognize that out of a very messy background image or video is extremely hard. And we only see the hope of that about a year and a half ago. As soon as I see the first paper published in international computer vision AI conferences, I flew to other professors who have wrote similar papers and I was able to assemble the current team who are capable of doing that. So I'm sure we all heard about Google and Pinterest and Microsoft have their own AI technology. Essentially how this is different from their exist existing AI technology is most of Google and Microsoft is translating an image into text. So you submit a random image, and then here they spit out a few keywords, and then they use the keywords to search. 
This is how everybody uses AI right now in the visual field, in the computer vision field. How Markable is different is that that traditional way is actually not useful for fashion recognition. Because if you just tell me this is a floral dress, maybe add another keyword that's sleeveless. It doesn't really tell me is that the exact. There's so many floral dresses that are sleeveless, but I'm personally interested in the exact pattern because it's so unique, right? When we're looking at an actress wearing a very beautiful dress, we want to know exactly what that is. We want to get as close as we can. So this is what marketable is different. Not only we translate the image to keywords. Afterwards, we actually slice off the dress away from the shoes, away from the scarf, away from the jacket. We separate them, and then we also separate them from the background. The background can be very messy. It can be your sitting in front of a library or you're on the street. That's the second step that we do that most people don't do. And the third step is we actually extract all the detail feature from the texture, the color patterns, the shape, even including like what kind of color it is, you know, what kind of sleeve it is, any other small details. We extract all those detail features to match against our 10 million product database. So the algorithm is only as good as, as how big your database is. You know, we can, not only we have to extract the detailed feature, we also have to find something very similar from database. So we spend also half of the time collecting all these fashion data from all over the world right now. So right now we have 10 million and we're going to have 30 million soon, like aggregating the most beautiful fashion products from Europe and from Asia as well. And so basically what you're talking about, it's an artificial intelligence for the eye, for the visual world. And what you're saying is that before it was very based in text, fashion is a visual language. So it only makes sense that the machine learning that we build for the fashion industry is going to be visual. Exactly. So we actually call our product the lens. So the lens is kind of like the contact lens. Imagine applying this contact lens. Now you see the world in much brighter colors. <laughs> this is essentially the same as Markable. Once you applied our lens, you will be able to recognize all these beautiful visual fashion products from visual contents out there. That's so cool. So I think we've satisfied the techie audience. Now let's make this hit home for the fashion audience. So there's been a lot of talk about how Fashion Week is changing and how we're moving away from the old seasonal models of runway shows. What do you think about See Now, Buy Now, and how is Markable helping to bridge this gap? Great. That's a good question. Because right now, I think there's a hit word that is called fast fashion, all the retailers are going through that. Like Zara is doing really well because they're the icon of fast fashion. What does fast fashion mean? Is like you have to be able to produce enough fashion products as soon as you know something is going to be popular. And how do we know that? Like to me, the easiest way is simply knowing what people are searching, what images, what fashion image they're looking at. So by knowing what products, what images people are following, we'll be able to know what products are most popular. So then we actually have the first-hand information of what are the demand in the world right now. What do they want to buy? Like, do they still want to buy a pair of jeans or do they want to buy, you know, little lemon pants? <laughs> From the visual content info, we'll be able to catch that right away when someone is clicking on any products or liking any photos. 
And this information will be very, very valuable for retailers to adjust their inventories. So this will help them to understand the world better, not just through you know, their orders, but actually through what people are following, what they're liking, so they can be able to predict what will be popular. Yeah, so there's a data play there, but I'm wondering, like, you know, we're seeing, you know, Rebecca Minkoff put things on the runway and actually saying you could buy this straight after the show. Does Markable have a role in making those items shoppable right away? So if I'm, you know, in the front row of the runway capturing my photo of the model walking down, is there a way of getting me quicker to that product so that I don't have to wait six months in order to bring it home with me? Yes. So... We actually collaborate with a lot of these high luxury designers and we're doing their making a runway show shoppable and you can actually have an app like sitting in front of the front seat and snap a photo and be able to pre-order right away. So I think Markable is making fashion sexier because the traditional way of buying what you want is not that sexy. Mm. <laughs> Currently, you know. It's almost by chance I have to find something that catches my eyes and I have to spend almost 10 hours on Google to find something that is similar. And with Markable, you can find that within a second. It can be a little dangerous for some audience out there. We have this internal joke, like one of my friends said, hey, I want to stay at home because I want to save money. And boom, he ended up spending $250 on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. Yeah, and this is going to be even more interesting with Markable. You can say, hey, I shut down Amazon. I shut down everything. I just want to watch a show to relax and save some money. But you spend like, you know, $250 on Markable. Yeah. I was really interested by this image on your website, and we'll put up a screenshot of it on Electric Runway so that people can take a look, as well as links to your site. But you had this traditional advertising, and it was a video, and there's all these ads popping out, and it was really disruptive, as you were talking about earlier. It was really clunky. It's not, as you were saying, a very sexy way of being advertised to, versus the markable way of being advertised to, where you're being shown image of a woman, and her sunglasses and the dress that she's wearing are there at the bottom, and and they're shoppable. How do you think Markable brings context to content? Because for me, like, I never mind being advertised to. I never mind being advertised to as long as it's relevant. I hate when advertising has nothing to do with me. You know, I'm thinking like, oh, this is supposed to be smart technology. It's actually dumb because I'm being advertised things I've already bought or things that don't interest me. So how does Markable bring the context to the content and make it a little bit more relevant? Yes, so I see Markable as the organic way of advertising, especially the initial experience, actually a user-initiative search. So a user say, hey, I really like her dress. So you click the button, and then we show you what she's wearing instead of just pushing all these ads in front of you. Like when I was watching Hulu, for example, I got interrupted five times by the same insurance commercial video from just one show. I mean, that's, that's to me that the advertising, the way of advertising world is actually broken. It's based on how much money the advertisers willing to pay. It's not based on how useful it is for, for the users. And to me that the real way of advertising, the organic way and higher conversion way is actually should be user-initiated advertising. It should be, I simply want to know what she's wearing. I want to know who made that painting on the wall. I want to know what book she's read and reading. I want to have a cup of coffee because she's drinking a cup of coffee. 
you know, it should be very organic, just like our daily life. You know, it should be any of our daily life. We can enjoy it and we can engage with it. So I see Markable is also almost like a video engagement tool for users who are simply want a little more fun than just watching a video. They want to be able to engage with it. They can see similar products right away. And by you doing that, we actually collect a lot of information about the user, what they like. And that way, we can also better gear towards the future recommendation. For example, we can have the same looking dress from Macy's and maybe, you know, Louis Vuitton. But based on your price range, do you prefer high fashion or do you prefer like budget fashion? Then we'll choose different brands to show you first. So that way, we're not wasting people's time. Just like what you said, we simply don't want to waste people's time. We want to help people save time so they can do bigger and better things. Yeah, absolutely. Make my life easier, right? So you mentioned, you know, paintings and books and coffee and things like that. As I understand it right now, the fashion industry makes sense for you because as we were talking about, it's a visual industry, but you do have the opportunity to expand beyond the fashion industry and be just a shoppable video platform for lifestyle in general. Is that the vision? Yes, that's the vision. Right now we're focused on fashion. It's actually for two really important reasons. Number one is fashion is the hardest. <laughs> because fashion is deformable. Like person moves and the clothes changes, the lighting change, everything can change. We still have to know that's the same piece of clothing. It's a lot harder than recognizing a car in front of you with a very obvious logo or an iPhone or a MacBook. Anything with an obvious logo is actually very easy. It's considered a soft problem. So... We want to do a very hard problem because we want to hire the best talents. It wasn't easy for us to aggregate like four PhD scientists who are interested in solving fashion recognition. And most all the other PhD scientists are doing self-driving cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Both very hot industries right now. So describe for me some of the results you're seeing for the clients and partners you're working with. I think I was reading on your website, it's a 10 times higher conversion rate, if I understand that correctly, for the partners you're working with. Yeah. How does that work? And what are the results they're seeing? Sure. So right now we actually have three products. The number one product is for retailers only. So retailers already have their own shopping site. So we basically make their shopping site more interesting for the users. For example, we can add a camera search button. So you can be walking on the street, you take a photo, someone's walking in front of you, and then we show you similar products from this given retailer. And then like when you're on the retailer's site, you're looking at a pair of shoes, but you don't know how it look on you, like it fits you well. What does it go well with? So we can actually show you a bunch of fashion bloggers and celebrities, how they put the outfit together with similar pair of shoes. What jeans do they wear and what shirt do they wear? So you know, oh, this is, we can be inspired for different people's styles. So this way we already see, we have five features for retailers. Each one of them, we already know that they improve sales by minimum 10%. So that's saying with the five features, we're increasing their sales by almost 50% just on their own website. So our number two product is basically connecting the retailers with the publishers who own these beautiful fashion images and videos that have high fashion content in there. So by connecting with them, then we're bringing millions of viewers 
to these retailers' products. This is like something they have never experienced before, so almost can't compare it with anything else. <laughs> but this is like a you know a new tunnel to the users who know about fashion, and for them to direct them to your site again. This is something that most retailers are super excited about. And our number three feature is that we actually collaborating with hardware device makers. For example, we can input our software into you know, smart TV, smartphones, your Android, iOS phones, or tablets. So while you're watching a video on any of these kind of devices, we can have a user initiate a search button and say, I want to pause the video I'm watching. I simply want to search everything she's wearing or everything he's wearing. So you don't need to download any app. This will be integrated to devices. So it's like the easiest way to get to people's hands. So it would be integrated into like the camera of their device? Pretty much. It's like the software very close to where the camera is. Very cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I'll be able to, you know, be watching somebody, a celebrity in a TV show that I'm into right now, and I want to get the exact same thing. Like you're saying, I'll be able to pause it, use my search feature in the camera and find exactly what that person is wearing. Exactly. That is incredible. So it's our understanding that you grew out of the New York Fashion Tech Lab, Friends of Electric Runway. So for those who don't know, can you talk about what is the New York Fashion Tech Lab? And can you share a little bit about your experience? What was it like with the people that you met there and the resources as well? Yeah, New York Fashion Tech Lab has been really amazing. It's a woman organization founded by Springboard Enterprise, and they only help women-led companies, especially the ones that are in fashion and technology. Because they understand, you know, as women, we naturally have a passion for fashion and beautiful things and how to make it easier for us. We understand what we need in fashion so we can, we're exactly our own customers, so we can create better products in fashion and technology. So this year, it's an annual program. This year, they have seven to nine companies all led by women and all over the world. We have women from the U.S., we have women from China, like myself. We have women from Israel. We have women from India. And all of us have very strong engineering background. For It's a three-month program, so they introduce you to all these big fashion and retailers companies like Macy's, Mattress Fashion. They pair you up with you know, big retailers. So you can possibly solve some of their existing pain points and they can already use your technology. So it's like a matchmaking process. And at the end of the program, we also did like a really big pitching to 300 people in the auditorium from people who are all in like very high position in a listing company focusing on fashion and technology, how to integrate technology to make fashion easier for their consumers. So that was a very interesting experience. Not only I had established a really beautiful friendship with some of the leading founders and enterprise, the Springboard Enterprise leaders. Actually, one of them was the richest woman in fashion. Her name is Kay. She always wears these beautiful jewelries to the meetings, which makes me feel like, you know, this is where I want to be. And it's interesting because Outside of the fashion technology, just in the technology world, like uh, women like ourselves, like 
women founders always throw away their beautiful clothing and they do not wear any jewelry because they don't want to intimidate you know <laughs> the man in technology field so yeah, like it was a little like, bit of a different experience at the fashion tech lab surrounded by all these gorgeous, stylish women who have all these great yeah. businesses going. It's a truly unique experience. Yeah. I've been meaning to visit the lab myself and see what it's like. But I want to know, moving on from New York, or sorry, moving on from the New York fashion tech lab, you've now recently announced a partnership with eBay. So can you tell us a little bit more about what this means for the future of your business? Sure eBay actually have a billion products on their platform and they have 250 million fashion products from the eBay platform. So they have a huge need to optimize how to recommend fashion products to their users. So we're working closely with the head of computer vision department in inside eBay. They actually have a lot of scientists working on different products. And it was very encouraging to hear that one of my advisor at eBay, this is how they introduce us to other companies and venture capital firms. So this is what they say. eBay have 100 scientists in a company using computer vision to better recognize products to help user experience. And Markable, they only have four. But Markable's fashion recognition technology is way better than what they have in fashion right now. Right. <laughs> so they're bringing on you to help to help see the products for their platform to help make appropriate recommendations. Yeah. So right now, eBay's acting more like our foster parents <laughs> at the moment. We're being adopted in a way that they pay for our office and they provide us free food and free drinks, a free internet for the whole team. We worked out a few pilot projects for them already, and they're very impressed. So going forward, we want to help eBay bring eBay to all of the publishers we already from fashion. They have anywhere from high-end. They have the eBay collection for super high-end products to low-end, like people selling for a couple bucks. But it's still really popular, great products. So this way, we can really target all kinds of consumers while they're watching the video based on their demographic. We can show the most relevant products to them. Yeah, because one of the things I'm noticing, I mean, we're hearing a lot about eBay and Amazon entering this fashion space now. It's, you know, it's all over the news. So one of the things I'm wondering is, sure, Amazon has fulfillment down to a science, but how are they going to recommend things to me that I like? Because when I go on Amazon Fashion, I find just like an endless sea of products that aren't even relevant for me. I went on Amazon Fashion the other day and was advertising me belts and shoes for men. So obviously it doesn't know who I am. It doesn't know what I want. So I see a lot of value in curation in the future and a lot of value in making that personalized experience for the user. And I certainly think that computer vision and AI can can help solve that problem because, I mean, the purchases that we want to make online are not as straightforward anymore as, you know, I'm buying my pet food or my kitty litter, right? You want to make purchases that are more emotional, like when you purchase your fashion and you want all the kind of conveniences of home delivery, but I still want that elevated experience. So it's really cool that you're able to to deliver that and have it be so specific while still integrating with something like an eBay. That's incredible. You're exactly right. I think all of these huge e-commerce companies, they are trying to target more fashion users because the fashion e-commerce is actually globally growing 20 to 40% every year. 
people are going to the local store less and less, which is kind of sad, but it also makes sense because we really have less and less time nowadays. Especially Amazon, they actually don't have much you know, fashion brands in their inventory. Like they previously acquired a company called Shopbox, have a lot of beautiful fashion products, but they're still very small in terms of total fashion products they have. I think the future for all these big e-commerce companies to really have a place in fashion is to know what users want, what do they like, and to really know what are the demand data coming from. And to me, like the demand data is coming from the beautiful content people are looking at, they're watching. Yeah, it's very smart. It's a very smart approach. So as I understand it, before you launched Markable, you had a secure, high-paying job. Tell us about your life before becoming an entrepreneur and what led you to this journey in New York. That's a great question. So my whole life, I've been a nerd. <laughs> before Markable, let's go from the very back. Like, let's say when I was 16, when I was 16, I got a gold medal in Math Olympics in China. And I was the only girl who ever got a gold medal in Math Olympics. Actually, the next year, the U.S. team asked me if I'm willing to represent U.S. and compete against China the next year. <laughs> if I agree to that, you know, I got an entrance ticket to Phillips Exeter, one of the private high schools in the U.S. in East Coast. And I will be guaranteed top five university in the U.S. I almost tempted to do that, but it will be a huge PR nightmare for me. Because besides the gold medal in Math Olympic, I was also a TV anchor in China. I was a TV anchor for children's programs. So I teach little kids how to make paper crafts with your hands. I also teach little kids you know, how to speak better. I introduced the most popular anime coming up. <laughs> so every time when we release a new episode of the anime, on a TV station, I would do like a 10 to 20 minutes intro. So that was really fun for me. So I feel like I was one of the few people who really have a full experience in how to be nerdy <laughs> and appearing on TV. Even from when I was age 16, I already had an idea of Markable. I really want to be able to just shop what you see on TV because that would be so interesting. I didn't think that was possible until a year and a half ago. After I graduated from high school, I ended up going to MIT. I didn't go to the Phyllis Exeter. I didn't get the, I didn't compete with U.S., compete against China, representing U.S., but I still was able to get, get into MIT. I was the only international student from China at MIT that year in undergrad school. Yeah. So you decided not to compete in the U.S. Olympics. You wanted to stay in China and represent China. And then after high school, what did you do? So I got into MIT and I studied math and Olympics. I was the only Chinese girl in the Jewish sorority. I really like to experience, expose myself to really interesting experience to go out of my comfort zone. And uh, I did a lot of that at MIT. My last year at MIT, I also created a copycat for Facebook. It's a Facebook company for only Chinese-speaking students who have overseas school email address. <laughs> so I sold the company to China when I was a senior year. After that, I did high-frequency trading for seven years. So I graduated from 2007, and 2007 is like the peak of financial industry. 
I got into high-frequency trading, I was actually one of the only women and the first woman in high-frequency trading. We were able to make so much money when the market was crashing. You know, <laughs> I was making seven-figure salaries, including bonuses. It was very exciting. And hours is really good. Like I only have to work until you know four p.m. when the market closed. However, like I feel like after seven years, I kind of feel like a zombie. <laughs> I feel like everything I do is to make more money, and everybody in my company and in the field is to make more money. Their life goal is just to make more money. Every year at the end of the year, like people in the same company will compete on you know who made more bonus. That's the topic what people talk about. And I didn't feel like I did any contribution to the world. I understand high frequency trading. You know, we do provide liquidity. We're market makers for the market. However, I really don't see how I am transforming any industry or making people's life more convenient. And that part of me, I feel like I'm losing. And also, when I was in high school, I was a TV anchor. I was talking to really cool people every day, and in training, there's a lot of smart people, but I don't see anyone else outside my little trading circles. Everyone is a developer. Everyone know how to code. Everyone makes a lot of money, and that's basically the really, really small and tight circle. I feel like my world is too limited, so that's why I want to start something new, something that can help me connect with the rest of the world. And I was thinking, why don't I start with my own hobby? And my hobby is, you know. To look at beautiful images and videos all over the internet, from Instagram, from Facebook, <laughs> from Pinterest, and watching beautiful actors on the TV shows. Those are my therapists. You know, after spending nine hours a day at work looking at numbers all day, I oh, I wanted to stare at beautiful images and videos. Yeah, you probably wanted a little bit of color in your life. <laughs> exactly. So I wanted the colors. And I was thinking, why don't we make them shoppable? Because right now, in finance, we're making a super efficient market, just a little more efficient, and we already make a lot of money. Well, on the fashion side, you see all these beautiful fashion bloggers post their own photos, and sometimes I want to know where they get it from. I can ask them by making a comment, but oftentimes they're too busy to answer me. Very rarely they will show your a product link. If you click on the product link. Most of the time, it's actually the product's gone. You know, it's outdated. So to me, that market is super inefficient. How to convert from image to shopping? So that's how I came up with the idea of Markable. I actually tried to do it myself for two years and not successful because my knowledge from trading is machine learning. It's part of AI, but it's not deep learning. So deep learning is a level higher than machine learning. Very fortunately, I was able to hire four deep learning scientists from background in self-driving cars, <laughs> from background seeing you know movie recognitions, such as you know how Disney used to make a lot of you know use a lot of graphic technologies. So we're able to aggregate like four of these deep scientists to let's just make fashion shoppable for now, and this is our goal for this year. In the future years to come, we definitely want to be able to recognize more things to make it more fun. So not only we can shop fashion, we can shop the painting, the books. You know, the coffee shop next door can deliver something right to your door right away. 
or even you can buy food while you're watching the show. You get hungry while you're watching the show. So those are what we envisioned in the next five years. Very interesting. So just a couple questions before I let you go. One is more just a clarification. I know that Instagram is really like closed with its API and it's very difficult for people to get in there. So are you working with Instagram to make their their content shoppable? How is Markable going to integrate with Instagram? That's a great question. So yes and no. Instagram is a very close platform. They do not use any outside API unless Facebook acquires. <laughs> so that's one way of doing that. However, we're actually also launching a consumer product just for fun. Our company is an enterprise company. However, we want to help our consumers to really experience how it works before we connect to all these enterprise companies as well. So we're actually launching a Chrome extension product. It's basically you can download to your own browser. It's just one button. So once you download this button, when you're on any platform, any site, it could be Instagram. If you like that dress or like that image you're looking at, you can just click that button on your browser. And then we'll show you all the similar products that can be shopped right away. Oh, that's really smart. So basically, it will allow you to look at the feed and just go in there with the web extension and have the kind of lens on it, the markable lens. So you'll be able to apply this lens to any visual content that you're looking at on your website. Great. So video, photos, everything. Yes, that will include Instagram, include Pinterest, include Facebook or the videos you're looking at. That's very exciting. And then just to get a sense, you make your money by charging for your software. So if retailers are using your software, your algorithms, you're charging them a license fee, do you make commission on the sales or how does that work? Yes. So we also make a small commission on the sales by the retailers. Depends on the agreement with individual retailers. We're mostly charging them by number of clicks, number of views on the products. It's basically an advertising technology. So charging them by sale is actually only 1% of the pie. 99% of the pie is actually coming from charging them by the clicks and the views on the product images. Very good. Very interesting because I know that you know our listeners are entrepreneurs as well and they're always interested in how people make money. So just a final question for you. How can people stay in touch with you and follow what you're doing? Yeah, so we actually, on Markable, if you go to www.markable.ai, we have a sign-up button that you can, if you sign up, put in your own email address. We will send you all the new company updates, all the new things are coming up. And anyone is, you're welcome to email us at contact at markable.ai. And if you have any new ideas or your new clients want to use our service, then you can email us and we'll get back to you right away. We actually have three business people on the team full-time that will make sure we can fulfill all of your needs. Oh, wow. That's great. So we'll put links up on Electric Runway so that people can take a look and link to your site and try out the demo as well. It's really one of those technologies you have to see to believe. Joy, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I really enjoyed talking to you. That was my conversation with Joy Tang of Markable. For all past and future episodes of the Electric Runway podcast, we invite you to visit electricrunway.com, where we post regular stories from the front lines of fashion tech. You can also find our podcast archive there. We're also on Twitter and Instagram 
at electric underscore runway. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, here's looking towards the future. Music from today's episode by Daniel Zambo.